Hey, Brian Wilson, Texas Lawhawk. Say Funky Town Podcast. Funky Town Podcast! What? Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast! Funky Town Podcast? Funky Town Podcast! Streets out in a funky town. You can come if you want home. Good as grown, a rolling stone. We gon' do the thing down in a funky town. You can come if you want home. Yeah. Well, A17 in the stars in heaven. All oh, the place where I stay. From the ranches of the sweeter kind And Tony's got on The hair is loose Well look at you But wait a minute I am of the same regard And I'm gonna Yeah What's happening Stars in heaven All the place where I stay See, we could drop on in down at the motor lounge, and we wanna. The room is gold, the story's told, the soil where I spoiled and I rose again, and I'm thankful, yeah. And I get down I live in a good town
Welcome to Funky Town Podcast. Um, that was Grady Spencer and the work, Funky Town. So if you want to get a song played on the show, you just name it Funky Town. We'll play it. Oh, yeah. Almost every time. Yeah. Um, Joe's here. Zach's here. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Howdy. And today's guest is Johnny. Is it Govia? Govia. Govia. Exactly. All right. And um, I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. I had kind of a busy. Did anybody do anything with your fathers today? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I went to my in-laws today. The Plano? No, well, Keller today. We Keller. went to Plano yesterday. Uh, I called and talked to my dad for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, same call, talking to my dad. Yeah. He had a bad back, so he'd call the day off. She's like, nobody come visit me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I talked to him. He's doing better. Yeah, I went out and saw my dad. Um, he ended up in the hospital last week. It was weird. He had, oh, no. two, he had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Um, his feet was – he already has – problems with his feet but his, his feet were swelling up and then um, when, when he got into the hospital they said his protein was too high I, know. I didn't know that was even a thing yeah, but, it's, but it's like it was over 20,000 or something or, but it was something thousand but it, and it has to be like less than 100 or whatever but, so so they had to monitor him I still don't know how you get your protein to be so high you know powering down muscle he doesn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he is kind of buff yeah muscle yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um yeah, it was weird. So he got out Friday, and then um, so we got to see him cool. on, on uh, Father's Day. But yeah, my daughter went to Oklahoma during on Wednesday for a, a church retreat kind of thing, I and um, she came back t- 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 today. I had to go pick her up. That's why we did the pod- we're doing the podcast a little bit late because I had to oh. go to Dallas and pick them up from the church there. The audience doesn't know what time it is. I know. <laughs> it's almost, it's and like, really in this room there is no time. It still feels like it's yeah, 7 o'clock. Even they're they're listening to the podcast an hour later than they would. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as a da- I, got, I got an ice cream maker when I woke up this morning. Oh, so I make oh nice. I made ice cream. But um, my daughter called me to tell me that they were on their way. So she calls the phone rings and I'm like, and she's like, hey, it's late now. They're leaving, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, talk to you later. And she hangs up. I'm like, huh? I kind of want to be upset that she didn't say Happy Father's Day, but I know that oh. she's kind of, you know, they're getting ready to leave and they're kind of rushed and she's worried about being late and whatever, whatever, you know. So I was like, I'm not going to be too upset, you know. But it wasn't like five minutes later. I get this really long note, you know, that starts off, I hope your old man eyes can read this. It's not too small, oh. you know. Oh. And then it goes on. It's a really nice, sweet letter, you oh. know, Father's Day, nice note or whatever. Happy so, Father's Day. Yeah, so it was cool, <laughs> you know. I think this was... She's always written like little notes or made things or whatever. But I think this first year she actually like, sent me like a text that she mm. actually thought it's you know yeah. it's easier. It is for me and I'm sure it is for her too to say things mm-hmm. sometimes in mm-hmm. text or print than mm-hmm. it is to say sure. face to face. Sure, sure. Yeah. So it's things that she would normally say to me that you know <laughs> I get it. So it was sweet. Here I I read it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so Father's Day. Um, that song, Grady Spencer and the Work, is off of Frequencies Volume Ten. Okay. So that's not even out yet. I yeah. S- I sent Exclusive. Eric, yeah. <laughs> nice. I sent him a, a, a message asking if we could play some songs this week. Uh, he said no, but we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like sure, and I go just send me three, and he goes and he goes I'll send you the whole thing. You can pick whatever you want. So I've already got to listen to it. It's good. It's real good. I feel like cool. that's Eric just being lazy though. Maybe, <laughs> but I benefit for it. I'm still I'm still gonna buy the record. On yeah. the the festival, yeah, I think it's five dollars, and the, yeah. the the proceeds go to United Way or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, so look forward to that. And the other two songs that we're going to have on is also from the album. But um, the first part I wanted to talk was about Johnny. So yeah, um, 
I first met you only after um, I'd heard of the the paper. Right. It's, it's in Le Calle. Or Le That's Calle. Okay. You said it right. Okay. <laughs> I know it means in the street, yeah. right? It's been called several different things. It's been called in Le Calle, in Le Calle, mm-hmm. on the street. Like. I always forget that the, that the double L. See, at first I didn't realize it was Spanish. Right. You know, and I always forget that the double L's is a Y. Right, you know, because yeah. like I thought it was polo. I didn't know it was polio. I didn't. You know, like, ah, and, well, yeah. yeah, like when I was going for like a type of style for the magazine, giving it a name, I kind of wanted something that was kind of foreign, like something you could see on the streets of like Barcelona mm-hmm. or Spain, like German, something that you could like see and be like, "Oh, that's different." Like, what is that? Um, but yeah, it's it's been doing well. Uh, been at it for like three years already. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, remember our first issue was kind of like a we did that first Fortress Fest, and then we had um, Sammy Kid on that cassette culture thing that was going going around. Yeah, and, he did that show. Yeah, the brain and the brain hole fest. Yeah, that brain was fest, that yeah. was a while, but yeah, that was rad. Yeah, that just fun. came up in a memory on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it was a fun show. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've been meeting lots of new people, learning more about the music scene stuff. Um, yeah, it's like whole purpose of the magazine is to publicize, uh, you know, underground artists, try to get their name on the street, whatnot. So we have a new issue coming out um, this soon. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess when people hear the podcast, they'll probably be out already. Uh, front cover, we got uh, Vandaliers. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we got a really extensive interview with them. Uh, you know, a couple other things, um, like wait till you see the paper. It's all yeah. online and stuff. Mm-hmm. So whenever you interview bands, do you um, just go to where they are, where they like uh, well, or record or whatever, and just sit down and talk to them? Sometimes. Uh, so most of the time, it's just through like, sometimes even through text message, but most of the time I just give a phone call and record on my phone. Oh, okay. And like uh, go from there and rewrite the, the script or whatever and um, ask them questions and stuff. That's kind of how it went with the last issue with uh, George Richardson. Uh, called him up and we had a good conversation and uh, yeah it's just pretty much how it goes uh, if in-person stuff is kind of sort of like not really um, what, how it goes about it's like people it's just harder to get no, I guess that person. makes sense I just never always imagined that the journalists go to someone's house or yeah. someone's office you know like mm-hmm. the uh, Right, like they do right. on TV, and, and well, they yeah. sit down in front of them and put like a little tape recorder on the t- well, desk and be like, "Okay, you ready to start?" And they, yeah, yeah. and I guess that does happen that sometimes. Still happens, for but sure. really but yeah, does. it does make way more sense to hey, can I call you between seven and eight? And you're like, yeah, yeah, no problem at all. And then you just schedule a time and call them and right. talk. Well, and, I I try doing that, but sometimes we're at a venue and it's loud. Yeah, and like it's the only time they can talk to them, so it's like people are talking over us and stuff. So mm-hmm. Like uh, the rest of the time, like it's pretty much over the phone, but um. People appreciate it. It's mm-hmm. nice. Works. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, do you do all the photography? Not all of it. We get mm-hmm. the Waffles Weekly thing in there. Uh-huh. So Waffles Weekly is not in this latest issue because she was on tour with a band uh, going across the north, um, all, all across the country with them. So she was kind of busy. Um, so no Waffles Weekly for this issue, but um, like the rest of the stuff, like it's been from we got Big Heaven on there, uh, Mandy. Uh, um, Talked with her a bit and um, see who else. We've got a, a lot of interesting bands besides that. I want to keep it a surprise, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we um, to talk about it, but yeah. Now, as far as the actual a publication of it, um, how do you do it? 
do you do it out of your house? Do you have I to take do. it somewhere? I, I know I do it at my house. Yeah. Um. So I, I just did the layout for this month just before I came over here, and um, looks good. Um. So uh, we have some writers that I should shout out to. Uh, Forrest Cook. Um. He's just um. He writes for Dying Scene. Um. It's an online punk rock magazine. Okay. Uh. So he writes for them and he writes for us and uh, he's a pretty hardcore punk rocker when he plays in his band Dalai Lamas. Um, but like he knows a lot of um, facts and interesting facts about music in the punk rock genre. And um, see, we also have like Waffles, like she does the Dallas beat, she takes photos, writes blurbs. Um, Neil McAllister was helping out for a little bit, and uh, Caleb Stanislaw from Deep yeah. Sleepers. Um, but yeah, it's working its way. We we're a bit late for this publication, but um, yeah, we had to save our funds to get it out. It's cool. Um, yeah, it should be out this coming weekend, I guess. So is it a labor of love, or do you make a little <laughs> bit of mean, money from it, you know what I, I mean? I do make some money, but that's just a pay rent. You know? Yeah. Uh, most of the time it pays for itself. Uh, we've got some good ads coming in from, like, Miller and, um, you know, some local venues. But I really haven't tried to go out and do that because it really does pay for itself. And I do other work from other publications, so that pays for stuff too, and, you know. So like photo, photo photography stuff. I go out and take photos, and uh, we'll like pitch the photos to a band and see if they want them, and send me some money, and just like edit them and make it work. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, it's fun too. Like yeah. just going out and like shooting photos. Like it, you get to meet so many interesting people in the Fort Worth scene. It's kind of like, oh wow, yeah, they, they know me from like kind of like, oh, well, that's cool. It's like, well, I took your photo today. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did you go out to the? Um, the Pride Fest No, yesterday? I missed that. I, I saw some highlights from Facebook, mm-hmm. like Tony Green stuff. Yeah. Man, that looked awesome. I know, um, see, Sally Rohde probably went to the, mm. to the, I'm sure she's going to cover that in Pirate. But yeah. Besides that, yeah, I, I do that Pirate thing. I'm on a break right now, kind of like just seeing what I want to do with that. Um, What's the Pirate show? Is it the ticket stuff? It's the ticket stuff, okay. yeah. Um, so we're taking a break from that, but we're going to get back on it here soon. Just because, like, it's just so overwhelming. I try to get to all these shows at once, and it's like I can't be two places at once also. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun, though. Is it a review show? It's pretty much a show review show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just kind of, like, telling you what's coming up. It's right. like what you've been to. Yeah. It was yeah. the past couple weeks kind of thing. Yeah. So, And Chas Cook helps out with that, too. Uh, we did have um, Jim Valet help out, but it didn't really work out too well. So, like, we had Chas going in there, and so... Yeah, we do that little radio show that we do. It's fun. It is fun. Yeah. You know, I've been on, um, the, um, I wouldn't say the, the Matthew Show, but it's not called the Matthew Show. Oh, it's the yeah. Barbershop. The, the Barbershop, barbershop yeah. You know. Have you been on his show? I haven't been on his oh, show. Yeah, yeah. I support it, though. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, it's a fun show. It needs to be an show. hour, though. I hate that it's only half an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It goes by so quick. I, I think they had one that was an hour. Oh, did they? It seems like they... Maybe that was a dream that I had. <laughs> but for some reason, I was thinking they changed it to an hour. I dreamed about they, that. They, they may have. I haven't listened to the past um, mm. two, I think. Yeah. Well, Ticket Stubs is just about 10 minutes. Yeah, it's just a quick great. little. Yeah, it's a quick review. It's like Susie's thing that she does. Right on. Yeah. You know, she does her little. Well, she does the upcoming stuff. She's like, everybody, this is Susie, mm. and you can see this band play on Thursday. She does Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Yeah. Does she still do that? I think so. I don't know. She hasn't mentioned <sighs> it in a while. Yeah. We'll have to ask her. Yeah, <laughs> but I listen and it seems like I still hear it. <laughs> Maybe they're just playing old ones. 
Yeah, that or maybe I'm just again dreaming. You know, yeah. about, oh wow. But, uh, you, well, you dream about the city. It happens sometimes. I do dream about the city. I love it so much. <laughs> that I can't oh, I got a new shirt. I know. It's Fort, oh, Fort Worth, Texas. Texas. Fort Worth. Yeah, I got That's this nice. uh, at the, for all the listeners, it has uh, sparkles and rainbows. It's got a laser on the back. <laughs> um, it, I got it at the, the laser right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, rodeo off of, uh, it's like a rodeo store off of oh. uh, Sunnet Square. Mm. Oh, really oh, neat store that's all that. about Fort Worth and Texas, but all about Fort Worth too. It's really neat little cool. store. We 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 went in there just so we can get our parking validated. <laughs> we ended up spending forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did they have patches? Uh, they. I think they I do bet, have patches. Do. There's that cool place cool. on Magnolia that you were mm-hmm. that you sent me to. Um, what it was called? Oh my god, I'm wearing one of their hats. Right yeah, now. it's a Fort Worth local store. Oh, that's what it's called. called, Fort Worth Locals. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, <laughs> Fort Worth Locals. Is fine. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, but they have hats, they have patches, they have shirts, yeah, they have I've pencils, two, and two of their hats. Yeah, it's a cool little store too. I, I mean, thought maybe I you got it there because it looks like something they would sell oh. there. Mm-hmm. That's too cool. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, did you grow up in the city? I did. I grew up in Fort Worth. Um, so, and then moved around a bit. Um, not in the city, too much suburbs area. Yeah. Um, grew up in there. I uh, went to Catholic school, stuff like that. High school in Nolan. Um, but yeah, I, I um, wasn't really too much in the scene growing up. But I would go to like punk rock shows that were around Fort Worth. Like the originally had like I remember years ago is um, Joel Biafra was doing a speaking session, really or a spoken oh, word nice. session. And I went there and I was like, oh, kind of floored. Um, but most of the time, like going to shows, I was going to, like punk rock shows in Deep Ellum mm-hmm. and traveling there and just seeing bands that are just getting new and bands that I heard before. Um, as for local stuff, I really regret not seeing more local stuff. I mean, there was so much cool stuff going on. And um, like, I did go like the warehouse for shows in 1990 Hempel. Um, but now it's just so different. Like, the rec room, I went to a couple shows and, uh, you know, the grotto, the cellar. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I hung out around there, but like I just the whole idea. Whoa! <laughs> Cued in, uh, yeah. Like whole idea of like uh, going out to shows was kind of like different for me. Like seeing local bands, it's like, and I kind of get that from people that really don't go to local shows and know much about the scene. Well, because most people don't. I know. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's, really, it's a it. very small per, you know, yeah. percentage. Uh-huh. It seems like everybody does it because we live right here. And, I know, right? But yeah, it's like no, you walk outside of this little bubble, and it's like mm-hmm. nobody yeah. has any clue what's going on. At the same time, it's like a community kind of thing. Yeah, but uh-huh. like then there's like you go to Seventh Street, and like everybody's tissue kids, fun ha- fun time, like public street bar, the var- varsity or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fun too. It's just too overwhelming for me. Yeah, I'd rather just go and see a show like mm-hmm. over at Mass or like. So what got you into this local scene? Like, So, like, um, I had the paper going, uh-huh. and it was part of uh, another publication. And um, the one that I work for now, uh, it was called Nuestra Voz de North Texas. It's like a Latino magazine that supports, like, Latin culture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they hit me up, and I'm like, yeah, so you're doing a layout for us. Uh, you want to come up with your own section, like an entertainment section? I was like, oh, I can try so that's how kind of like where in Kaya came about. That was the whole section of oh, a, that's a cool. magazine. Oh, interesting. And um, we did a touring band called um, Pignata Protest. Oh, I've heard of that. I've played with them before. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. They're pretty fun. So that was my first front page for them in a section of uh, Nuestra Voz. 
But um, as it went on, I was like, this is kind of fun. I mean, nobody's really doing this. We got Fort Worth Weekly. That's great. Mm-hmm. And I love Fort Worth Weekly. But I was like, what if what if all these underground bands that I'm checking out recently, like, how are they going to get any, like, their foot in the door or at all, like, for the local scene? So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll just make a paper out of it. That's cool. And it happened. It was kind of closely gone for... Like the three years, like I said, but and then you start you start doing it. You just start learning about one band, right? Band I learned. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not a veteran in the scene or anything like that, but like, I do learn a lot more every time I go out. Yeah, and bands. I mean, there's a lot of good talent after all. Like, there's just so many good. Phantom Mello is like breaking like some ground, and a lot of other bands, and people are getting on labels now, and it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> is there a, well I was trying to think of um is there a a part of town where so I mean like there's mariachi bands and yeah. like that, but is there like yeah. um local Mexican alternative rock music or whatever well, like a garage band or that yeah, like, kind of stuff I, I could totally say that yeah um well there's a there's um what I've learned there's this band called Fuer de Servicio uh, they're a punk rock band that's uh, totally Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got their own tunes. I've been meaning to list more of them, but I saw them live one time, and uh, they played lots of Misfits covers, but they tra- but they played them in Spanish. Really, that's cool. Like, the lyrics were in Spanish. It was pretty cool. And um, they played that set over at uh, Tim Panther a while back, and it's kind of poppy punk, but you know they sported like um, you know mar- like uh, Bouncing Souls T-shirts, and they're playing you know. But they were, they were, like, pretty hardcore. And uh, I talked to them a bit, and they were like, yeah, we're referred to Sevicio, you know, uh, local uh, Hispanic punk band. That's cool. <laughs> so they're they're making their name in the scene. Um, you know, and it's just not really too many of that uh, bands that yeah. are Hispanic that play punk. But there are. Um, most of the time you'll see, like, hip-hop groups or DJs or... Um, people that play, um, you know, house music. Um, okay, so that's where the more that seems, seems at, like what yeah. it is. But there are still punk bands. I mean, from Northside, Fort Worth, in the hood and stuff. They play music. Um, I'm trying to find more though. I know they're out there. Yeah, I was wondering what what kind of local Latin music the Fort Worth Weekly misses on their weekly awards. Well, you know, um, there's any, most of it probably. Well, I'm sure all of it. But I mean, is there is there a, a scene or something? like There that is um, that kind Latin of Express. Um, they rule the Northside. Uh, Fort Worth. Uh, Latin Express is a band with um, veteran um, Tejano um, artists that come uh-huh. together. Um, they played the Grotto one time, and I went to that. And like the scene for the Grotto is kind of like you know maybe not too much um, Tejano music, but when they started playing, they brought their own crowd. Sure. So it was kind of like yeah, it's like polka kind of Tejano stuff. But Latin Express has been around for a really long time. Um, I did cover them for when um, in the Cayo was in the, the Hispanic publication of Stravolis. So I covered them and went and uh, talked to a lead singer. Kind of blank, bl- my name, the blank, the name blanks out for a bit. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he's great. Uh, he has a recording studio. He's got a whole music uh, store up in Northside, teaches music, stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to remember his name though. Um, blanked out sorry yeah but it's a singer for Latin Express yes yeah yeah so yeah yeah, because it's not part of a that's a whole another scene it really is yeah they wouldn't even know how to get into I mean I don't speak Spanish so well yeah it'd be weird for me to go (laughs) probably to some of the I mean not at the grotto but to like just go into Northside Mm -hmm. because I've often um, I think it's just the explorer 
in, in me where I want to go places where I'm mm-hmm. not. It's it's not that I'm not supposed to go. It's just that yeah. mm-hmm. would normally go. It would be weird if you know. So like I'll drive down you know like Maine or some of these places and I'll see some of these really cool like sports bars or whatever and it's like it's just packed full of people and you hear the the kind of polka music yeah, coming out of it or whatever and it's like yeah. it's like I really want to go in there and check out what's going on inside that bar mm-hmm. so it, the same thing with the other parts of town too where it's like right. it's just you see bars where it's like I'm a little too nervous to go in that bar biker bars is the same way I'm the same know, way too you yeah. have like a thousand bikes in the front front, front yard and all these guys <laughs> hanging out the back with their leather jackets and big beers oh, wow. and stuff and it's like I want to go in there but I'm also a little bit nervous to go in there yeah yeah. Uh, that's me too that's all well that's everybody sure. it's like a community that they have up there like everybody knows each other and like some outsider comes and you're like hey yeah. um, don't mind me it's here for the music I just want to watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> watch what I don't know I just want to see what was, cool, <laughs> what was going on here because right. uh, I always expect like maybe like like with the biker bars for a big bar fight to break out oh I know I'm the same <laughs> way yeah you gotta That's be careful. Well, so you gotta be careful going out, but I doubt that happens. Oh, it doesn't happen. Yeah. They're all just having you know uh-huh. drinks and good. There's no. There's. I don't think they're any different what than any other bars. <laughs> well, I'm. Sh- but yeah, but probably. It, yeah, we heard a story about is, a bar fight. Who was that? that was telling us a story about the bar fight. It was on the podcast. Oh, it was. Um, well, there was that. And I've heard it was of war party. party. Oh yeah, wow. yeah the bar fight at a double wide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, double no. wide. <laughs> 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 they could t- turn into a full on. Mm-hmm. Bar fight. I imagine chairs being thrown oh, and all um, that kind of stuff, like like you see in the movies. But yeah, so it does happen. I know. could definitely picture a brawl at the double wide. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I remember once um, when I was they're in the, almost asking for it. I was in the na- <laughs> I was in the navy, um, oh, wow. and we were stationed um, in Concord, which is right outside of San Francisco, San Francisco, Oakland, and um, some guys on the boat um, wanted. To take me to a reggae club, there's you know there's a couple of black, black black guys, and I, I went there, and it was me and another friend, but we were the only two white guys in this whole club, <laughs> you know. And it's like we had the best time, but it's like all the girls wanted to dance with us. I mean, they oh, would just take wow. turns as soon as you get finished dancing with one, come here, honey, you know, white boy, come here, just like okay, it was like it was just like it was it was the best <laughs> time, you know, ever. And it, but it's, we knew people that were there, you know, we mm-hmm. we did, I didn't just, cool. but I've always been like I want to do that again, but I can't just stumble into a, a reggae bar and. Mm-hmm. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> the white yeah. chocolates here. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. Well, especially you were eighteen or yeah, I was twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I was young. No, yeah. Those are my glory years. You know, <laughs> oh, your glory years are still ahead of you, Jeff. I think so. I think so. You still yeah. walk into a reggae club and dance with some chicks. I think you could. <laughs> Maybe. Get a babysitter. Bring your wife. <laughs> well, that would ruin the whole thing. <laughs> oh no! I'd probably make it better. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. cool. I don't think girls ask you to dance when your wife's standing next mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. guys will ask your mm-hmm. wife to dance. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a hard Even show. though I'm standing right next to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> guys are yeah, dicks. Yep. Show them off. <laughs> but no, I'd, no that's... I, I was... Um, I, I like the city... Um, I've always liked this city where I was talking to somebody today because of the cowboys and culture kind of atmosphere where it's like mm-hmm. there's yeah. still that kind of rednecky southern not I mean that in a bad way but you know just kind of country slower pace mm-hmm. you know where Dallas seems so fast and kind of you know pretentious and stuff mm-hmm. um, but we also have some of the pretentious stuff like really great museums and zoos and music and yeah. you know um, but I really like all the different types of culture around town 
and, there is you know yeah, yeah. and how, how they make it and i like living over over over, over here um because i've been introduced to like Modelo's become one of my favorite beers. And <laughs> oh, only yeah. got it because it was cheap and it wasn't, yeah. you know. And I was like, this is actually really good beer. Yeah, oh, I drink Modelo a lot. Yeah, but yeah. it's like I didn't get Modelo when I was in Hearst or Lake oh. Worth. or yeah. I mean, Maybe now. I think it's actually kind of spread it out. And I, I see it a lot more places than it's I used to. It's more expensive uh-huh. now, too. Is it getting oh, more expensive? Uh, yeah. People have found out about it. Yeah. And like, well, let's just charge more for this. <laughs> yeah. Because I like it better than any of the other imported, like, uh, Dos Equis or c- mm-hmm. c- Corona or mm-hmm. any of those. Yeah, I like me too. Well, Tecate is not too bad, but it's you don't see quite Tecate taste. out quite as much. Well, I feel yeah, like I feel like the Tecate really is the Mexican equivalent of ne- Natty Light. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> I guess you're <laughs> That's right. That's just how I've that. always imagined it. <laughs> oh yeah, Tecate is. I mean, if you get it the right way, you'll get a lime and some salt with oh, a yeah. restaurant or something. You'll yeah, get it dressed. Say, yeah, get it yeah. dressed and. It's just one of those beers that, you know, if you go to, like, a cultural Latin restaurant, they'll say, you just order a Tecate, and they'll serve it to you with a lime and right. mm-hmm. some salt in there. And, um, but not too much, really, like, for other areas. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's how you drink it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I know the little um, – I keep looking at the – are the cups that have like was it it's a gelato? Oh, the gelato. Those those are different. Um, <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you what the difference with gelato um tomato sauce. It's it's well, so it's it, they use clamato juice, right? Clamato. So it's got it's like tomato and clam juice. Yeah, um, with beer. It's not my thing. I like red beers with just tomato juice and beer. Okay, but this is. Clamato. I like clamato. And you really that's don't want to buy it from a service beers. station, like in those cans. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can, but <laughs> yeah. like, you can go like to like um, restaurant, Mexican restaurant, or mm-hmm. a Mexican bar. And yeah, and you get a better it. version of it. For right. Sure. Yeah, the, the scratch version. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Now I'm trying to come out of my shell. I've always been nervous about but trying like new things when it comes I'd, to food and drinks. I'd recommend it. Get one of those cups and yeah. get a get oh, a, a big a big Modelo and pour it in there. I want to talk about food poisoning from drinking beer definitely. from a gas station. Really? Oh, oh I remember oh, that. No, that's not the, yeah, it was that, the one over here, too, on Hemp Hill. It was uh, the corner of... Oh, should I blow up their spot? They <laughs> <laughs> food poisoning beer. It was oh, the no. corner of uh, um, Rosedale, and it wasn't Hemp Hill. It was uh, the first road you turn right on when you come from 30. Oh, gosh. And you exit Rosedale. Oh, like right um, Maine. I think it's Maine. Is it Maine? Uh, it's going up to Maine and Southside, that little, that little no, corner. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Uh, West, way west of that, the other side. Hmm. Forest um, Hill. Forest, Forest Hill. Park. Forest Park. Yeah, Forest Park. Yeah. Park. Uh, oh, that yeah. one. The gas station where the big medical is yeah, still for yeah, lease. Yeah, yeah. The gas station right next to it. They sold me expired oh. beer. Yeah. I don't know if it was oh, expired, no. but it, it was food poison. We had, it was a happy oh, am practice, and Zach mm-hmm. took like... I, I drank like half of it like real fast and then yeah. all of a sudden he, he's like had to run to the bathroom oh no and then he's like oh maybe it was that one grabs the second one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I thought it may have been that one and the second one was nasty so oh, I no. took one sip and threw it away but and you couldn't like smell anything I mean no, it didn't smell skunky or and it, I don't, I'm pretty sure I looked and it wasn't expired yeah and yeah. so it was just bad beer. Did you drink half of it, Joe? And you said you were fine. No, I didn't touch it. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I saw Zach get sick. I think I like I smelled it, but it didn't smell weird. Weird. Yeah. You gotta, gotta watch out for that stuff. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know beer could go bad. Oh, what? I mean, if they, so. I think if it was cold and they let it get hot and then right. they chilled it again, 
I let it get hot. I drank beer like that in college though, it's and didn't shady. get as violently ill as you know. <laughs> yeah. I know it's that it's that beer that you take camping, you throw it in the cooler, yeah. and it sits on your patio for a week, because you bring it back inside and put it in the refrigerator. We've drank beer like that on this podcast, and you didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sure. I think we're okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Weird. There are some shady convenience stores, though. You gotta be careful about it. I like it. the shady convenience stores. Oh, I do yeah. too. They but have I, the coldest I, beer. But still. I like the people that work there. Yeah. Actually, they do their yeah. whatever they did to that beer. I wonder what's <laughs> going on with the with the machines, with the gambling machines. Are they actually gambling? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's because you, you, I think you can cash it in for store credit. Um, oh. I didn't know. I that. don't know. They get. In, they, I mean, they frequently get in trouble. For, I know. For I mean, there has been this, these places. They all have them, and there's people in there all mm-hmm. the, all the time. And these people don't look like that they can afford to be gambling. I'm not I'm trying yeah. to judge, but they, you know, no, and it's I've like, what, a, are, what are they doing yeah. in here? They're spending money on. This They're just having a good time trying to make a couple of dollars. I guess I don't know. I had a friend that goes to those every once in a while. He's kind of mm-hmm. crazy guy, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll they'll just go convenience stores and say, yeah, we're gonna play slots. <laughs> it's like put money in and. Um, but there's like certain areas, really shady areas, where it'll just all be slot machines and mm-hmm. some hidden town or something, and then you know people are playing the machines and it's well, only they, illegal. Well, then one on, on totally Rosedale, illegal. right by, right by that where you turn right on mm-hmm. Main Southside, there's that building. It's a game room. Oh, right, yeah. right, yeah. And that, well, this, oh. Do you remember that um, that short-lived head shop off of Arlington and Eighth? Right by my house, or right down. The I never here. went there. Oh, I went in there yeah. once, and the lady told me that they had like some gambling machines in the back or whatever, and <laughs> they had their license for it or whatever. She went out of her way to say that. Not a week later, um, I'm driving by, and there's cop, like 15 cop cars, oh, and no. the, big, the big van and everything parked outside. Mm-hmm. And they hauled everybody out of there, arrested every person oh, in the place, no hauled way. off all the machines, <laughs> and I was pissed because I needed a battery for uh, <laughs> and they were closed. Oh no. <laughs> That's so just getting arrested. Forever for lease. <laughs> I know. I think it's cursed. Yeah. Oh. That sub was this. Was that where the subway was? That's where the subway was. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. That K Donuts Donuts has been there for a long time. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, some of these stores, it's like I don't know what they. <laughs> I don't know what they have. You know, and. You can buy grinders and all kinds of different paraphernalia. And, um, right. You know. Straight up the, meth pipes. Those are the ones oh, I like. God. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> and see, some of the stuff, I'm naive enough to where it's like, I don't realize that some of this stuff is even par- paraphernalia. Like the little roses that come in the glass thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not just something you give to your girlfriend because you want to be sweet and you're like, I got a little rose in a glass thing. You use that for smoking drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. I think I bought it and gave it to a girlfriend. She's like, "Why are you giving me a crack pipe?" I'm like, "It's a rose with a." And a <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that's hilarious. So, yeah. I, learned, I learned that from a friend in high school. Same. Oh, really? <laughs> we had our friends yeah. in high school like, you know that rose they sell at the convenience stores. It's like, uh, that's not for roses. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was using it. So oh, that's something right, I would see yeah. at my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so their grandmother. I mean, that's like, they have a flower and a glass. Well, thing. that's the gimmick, I think. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Drug to, paraphernalia. You know, Give me a rose stem. Mm-hmm. But how God, how much the cops that. have to be on top of this kind of stuff? Because cops are just regular dudes like all the rest of us. They don't have like right. this training with all this new stuff that's coming out or whatever. No, they, I mean, they, they do have training with all the new stuff that's coming out. They keep up. They have. I mean, they're, they really they're probably, you know, a little behind, but they, they keep but, like, up generally. That's the whole gimmick. Like, like I wonder, you like, can't these, illegal. Like these cans that have like the little f- false bottom. It's like a Coke can has a false yeah, bottom. Oh, yeah. Cops, yeah, cops know about those. It's like a Coke can. They will straight search your car. They have a cigarette. They have one that goes in the cigarette lighter. Oh, 
yeah. yeah they, they know about all that stuff. Yeah. That's when funny. I got I got in trouble in high school, um, just from my parents, they they busted me. But my mom was good friends with the chief of police. Oh wow! And so he told her like everywhere to look, and fucking sure shit, she found everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm sure we all have our stories. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Some of that stuff is pretty clever. I'm like, ah, that's pretty good stuff. Like, uh, you know, I oh promise no. they know about it. I hid stuff behind in the backs of radios. Yeah, that's uh, one oh of yeah. the places Popped he told her to radio. look. Mm. <laughs> We got pretty creative. I, guess. I never got caught with it. <laughs> I was, I was the golden child, so they didn't want to look. You skated under the radar. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I paved the way for my sister. <laughs> <laughs> the one oh I, yeah, my my brother and sister. They're like, oh, they're the bad kids. Mm. We'll, we'll, they're the ones. <laughs> Zach's he's he's an angel. He wouldn't touch anything. Oh, so you got away with it. Yeah. So <laughs> I just hit it a little bit better than them. I learned from their mistakes. Now, oh boy. The one time I got arrested. Um, I had a warrant out, and so when they pulled me over for my registration being out or something, which I didn't even realize it was out, because I don't drive with registration out, especially if I know I have a warrant. But um, regardless, I got pulled over, and then so then they searched my car, and when they did, they found a pill bottle with my wife's name on it, um, and, it, and, it and it had weed in it. And I swear to God, I didn't even know that was in there. You know, I'm like, I'm oh, like, no, look, I go, I go, say. I go, it's mine. I go, I know, because she was with me. I go, I know it's got her, her name on it, but I put that in there. I just forgot that it was here. I'm not going to let right. her go down for that, you know. Right. And I was like, it's mine, you know. But I was sitting there going, where the fuck did they find that? I didn't even know that was in here. I had oh, no wow. idea. It was, but what I did have in there was was, was my dugout, and it was above um, a uh, my visor, uh-huh. you know. And they come back, and they asked me, he goes, do you have anything else? And um, I was like, I have a little bit of stuff in my little change pocket mm-hmm. you know in case i ran out of my dugout i had a little bit extra so <laughs> um, weed <laughs> well i knew about that one and so i told him i'm like i'm, I'm already going to jail so i told him i go i have oh, some no. in my pocket and so he, he finds it and he goes is, is is there anything else and they'd search my, my truck and i go there's my my visor and he pulls out my visor and it just falls <laughs> i'm like how do they not find that oh wow She's you know anything. i'm gonna just hide it, <laughs> hide it in the visor from now on no the cool thing was, was when i got my truck back that was they left it in the in, in the truck. Oh, they, they didn't even take yeah. it away. With oh, the weed wow. in it still? No, because that's what I'm saying. It was almost empty. That's why uh, I had some stuff in my pocket. Uh, you know, because I was going to put that in there later. I just gotcha. hadn't done it yet. I think it was that's like, not cool that you got arrested, that you got like, searched for nothing, like just for... Well, I was getting arrested. Well, because the, you had to back up a couple years bef- uh, before, before, before that. Me and a friend were smoking pot behind our job and some off-duty cop saw us and they came around. And when they did, they found acid on me. And oh, it's no. because I had bought acid with my friend and I was at his house and we got really high and I was like, I don't want to drive home with this acid, man. I have a feeling I'm going to get pulled over, you know, uh-huh. so it was really stoned. So I drove home without the acid and then he brought it to me at work the next day and I put it in my pocket and uh-huh. then we went out back and we're smoking pot. So they found it was, it was on sweet tarts. We just had uh-huh. drops on top oh, of sweet tarts, whatever. Wow. And he's like, what's this? I'm like, it's just candy. He's like, why is it in foil? I'm like, I just, I only had a few left. I didn't want to get lint on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are these little black dots on there? Or these little darker dots? I'm like, I don't know, man. You were totally, you know. You know? Yeah, you and so tried. anyways, they're like, we're going to take this. I didn't get arrested. They're like, we're, we're, we're going to take it and t- 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 test it. And if there's anything illegal about it, we're going to come and get you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And they did. And it went to warrant. And it's just, I just, and they never came and got me mm-hmm. until one day I got pulled over. And they're like, you have a warrant for felony, yeah. a, a possession of a narcotic or mm-hmm. whatever. So that's why they searched my car. Because, oh. I mean, maybe they weren't supposed to. I don't know. Yeah. But I was already getting arrested for. Once they, once they how long ago? arrest you, they can do this was, whatever. This was, God, years ago, 15, sure. 16, 17, 18 years ago. Oh, my daughter wow. is 15, or four, 15. And it okay. was well before 
it was before I even got married. We were going to see the preacher about um, doing our vows and stuff and meeting cool. with the preacher. That's what we were going oh, to wow. when we got pulled over and arrested. She got arrested too because she had parking tickets. She never speeding tickets. Lesson she didn't pay learned, for or something. <laughs> That's yeah, learned. Just a bad night. So that was one of the last times I've ever. I've never done hallucinogenic since then. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. So. Anyways. <laughs> Cool. Thanks for the story. I'm just saying, it's just crazy that they That's didn't. Crazy they didn't though. find my dugout, which was like the most obvious thing. I kind of get the cellophane weed in my pocket, and mm-hmm. they didn't find or, right. but I don't know how they didn't come across that when they oh. found that bottle of weed that I didn't even know I had. Did you ask him where it was? The seventh seat or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> growing up, I've gotten some trouble too, but I I don't know how I got out of it. Um, there's been instances where gotten pulled over and like played it off and, like okay you're free to go and I'm like damn just like not okay to be free to go oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just I, thankful you are and, it's like, like run the stop sign without caring going to IHOP and just under the influence of many things and like held my breath until I came back so, the cop came back to my car gave me my license and I'm like thank you officer so I just yeah. took off so many times I mean That's I've so learned scary. my lesson yeah, yeah 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 um, now we've all done stupid shit when we were younger. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. Sure. There's many times I should have been killed or killed somebody or arrested oh, or, oh, you know. Yeah. So on a happy note, we'll go to mm-hmm. 88 Killa and him driving in his Beamer. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a song off of the, um, the Frequency 10 album by 88 Killer, and it is called Beamer. Cool. Cartel Kush. Yeah, say the though. Yeah. It's the Hewlett Mall legend. Live out of 8 1 G. It's important that they see me in that black beamer cruising. Twisting my fingers, jamming out to my music. It's important that they see me twist my fingers, rep the town. Everywhere I go, I'm standing ten toes down. Every day I wake and pray for the devil that he may. Not a fringe upon my right, turn back on tricks and stack my pay. See, I ride around with the big old knot and the big old cock. No need for the Glock, cause I'm good on every single block. When they see me, these girls screaming, fuck. On TV screens, my singles drop. Drop like heels and flip that block. The take or talk and rich my stock. Leave a long hand on your wrist or watch. Yeah, they can't stop my shine, no. Trying to get rich like Lino. Bear witness like I'm on trial, ho. If you gon' get this, you have to buy those. Got swag for sale plus shipping. That's hand in hand if you local. I'm speaking code if you missed it. You ain't get it, you ain't supposed to. Them guns sing like Ronnie Hart. Or we can dance like Leon Bridges. I spit gifted in this rhyming art. Simply put, I'm built different. Damn right, I take it serious. I'm talking like it's just you and me. Speaking for my homies out there that don't hang in no breweries. It's all good and you're cool to me, but it's real out here. I'm schooling G's. Life or death when you moving free. Move with speed when you move with me. It's important that they see me in that black beamer cruising. Twisting my fingers, jamming out to my music. It's important that they see me twist my fingers, rep the town. Everywhere I'm going, standing ten toes down. It's important that they see me in that black beamer cruising. Twisting my fingers, jamming out to my music. It's important that they see me twist my fingers, rep the town. Everywhere I'm going, standing ten toes down. I game hope when they needed it. They gave me beef and I seasoned it. My music hit cause they believe in it. So I hate or something I can't reason with. I spit real life cause I realize the streets is known to be real tripe. I'm from a real tribe, RP Fife. Dog at me and I will fight. I teach on beat cause they don't learn in schools. Play the game like you ain't heard the rules. Learn to move amongst fools who never paid dues but will pay for views. I ain't knew nothing but stay cool. I ain't lie before they choose. I'm accountable for that man in the mirror that gotta grind while they snooze. Every time they see me, it's important that they see the crown. 
song continues Pray to Nipsey, hope we done him proud Gotta change my address cause the streets won't let us make it out Long as my name live amongst these beasts, they'll never take me out Research by me, homie, yeah, I'm super thorough, certified If you hear him hating on my name, then you heard a lot It's important that they see me in that black beamer cruising Twisting my fingers, jamming out to my music It's important that they see me twist my fingers, rip the town Everywhere I'm going, standing ten toes down It's important that they see me in that black beamer cruising Twisting my fingers, jamming out to my music It's important that they see me twist my fingers, rip the town Everywhere I'm going, standing ten toes down All right, and welcome back to the Funky Town Podcast. That was Beamer by 88 Killa. I uh, heard about him from a good friend of ours, Jamal Spears. Thank you for uh, getting us in the know. And also thank you, Eric, for uh, sending these tracks over to us. Uh, you can pick up all of these tracks at the Fort Worth Weekly Music Awards Festival Showcase, where uh, all the different bands will be um, playing. It'll be a really great thing. Uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but... I just want to say, if you want to uh, tell us anything, any bands that you're excited about hearing um, at the showcase, uh, any any questions you have for Johnny after he leaves here, um, <laughs> and you hear this podcast, email us. Email us at funktownpodcast at gmail.com. It's a great thing to do, and it's really nice, and it'll make me feel better. Do we have any emails mm. from last week? There's a wee transfer from <laughs> Joe. <Jennifer. laughs> No, guys, I'm really disappointed that we don't have any emails. So come on over and send, send them. It's real easy. All you got to do is type, type, type it up and send it on over. Oh, we got a, we've got a, um, a, YouTube. Pod, a Podbean um, oh, and yeah. follower tools. and yeah. Uh, oh, I think a, the JJTM went live last on Tuesday. Oh, we have a, we have a oh. YouTube copyright claim. Oh, us. yeah. yeah. Hang on. Uh, We're getting a lot speaking of, of which, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset with, with Marlon. I don't know if you, if you guys heard or not, but it's like, he sent um, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre an email, you know, like, and it was the exact same email that he sent us, oh. word for word. Uh-huh. The whole thing, the whole uh-huh. voting for Matt Thomas as best local drummer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Joe mm-hmm. Tacky owes me tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's true. Yeah. So It's kind of shitty. I, okay. Usually he would write us, he was clever enough to write us an email, maybe write them a different email, but he actually used the same emails over two shows. Uh, maybe he was just having a bad day. He, he, he got got quick and wit quick and wild with the copy and paste well yeah quick and loose but we did get it first and read it first so that's cool <laughs> well thank we, you marlon but also him. fuck you marlon <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all i was saying it's all about a balance heated. this would be a perfect it does time get for heated marlon's theme song if my <laughs> new monitor wasn't so small but i could <laughs> see which one it is oh my gosh this is for you marlon Sorry, I'm working with a new template. Yeah, I made a new podcast template today. That's like a our levels dialed in. Our mating call. So Marlon, <laughs> send us send us an email. We need it. That was rad. Oh, I did want to. I, I, st- I don't have this list either. I have to ask Joe. Hmm. Um, 
to go over some of the bands that are on the frequencies. Oh, surely. Because okay. mm. I know that we have well, the Grady have Spencer and the work. Mm-hmm. Then we have 88 mm-hmm. Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Debbie's on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vogue Machine. Vogue Machine's oh, on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vodeo's on there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. 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 I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to open up uh, okay. I'm just agreeing Stone Machine Electric is on there okay they uh-huh. have a 20 minute track Spoil- yeah. oh really <laughs> is that cool. true Ansley Ansley's oh, on there yeah. Queen of the Scene is on there um, yeah. Queen of the Scene yeah Ansley Chilamundo oh, Debbie yeah. Grady Spencer Izzy Jeffrey oh Izzy oh, yeah, yeah Izzy's, Izzy's on, there. on there Mind Spiders Mind Spiders yeah oh, that's I right. like them uh, Nam Nam N-A- uh, Namen 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 yeah Namen. oh Right on. Nah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice major. Uh, yep. the, the old poly dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, and our friend of the podcast, Riker Hall. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Riker Hall's on uh, Stone good. Machine Electric, Vodeo, and Vogue Machine. Vogue Machine. Right on. Was it yeah. you, Jeff, that made the joke about Vogue Machine Electric last time? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I dig them. I really like Vogue Machine. Sounds like me. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I they put out some good music. Yeah, I just try to get into synth them. pop stuff. Um, them and Debbie both. Time. Debbie, well, yeah. yeah. Debbie and um, they had Diamonds at that one show, and Debbie debuted her music video. It's two weeks back, or a couple weeks back. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think it's cool that the more bands are doing that. I know Ansley did that, too. Okay. Um, and the Garage Barrage did that on their show uh, a few weeks ago. That he issued that. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, like whenever you have like a new video and then you have a show, show it at your... At your show first, mm-hmm. and then you could put it up on YouTube the next day. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think that's really neat. Well, Debbie's doing a lot of that, and she like, at the show she even had a toast with champagne. She said, "You know, um, every time we release a video, uh, we're at a venue like we always toast with champagne." So, uh, like, who's at the bar getting champagne and stuff? It's cool. It's cool. And it was a fun show too. She really does well uh, on stage, but um, yeah. Uh, it's Debbie. Though. Yeah, she's a good performer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, one of the uh, so uh, I won't get too long into this, but I watch a lot of fishing videos on on YouTube. Yeah, really. So one of the guys, <laughs> one of the guys, our our buddies, they they did a um, a video a couple years ago called Never Stop Tour, where they go to Canada and they make a video the whole time. You know, and it's like I think oh, it was wow. like eight different videos. You know, like twenty minutes each, all run together, or you know, you they would release. One day time and it was on their whole trip and it was a really fun watch and it was produced really well it was really cool anyways they just did a never stop tour two um they just got back from it and they're um so a bunch of these guys they have a group they're called the googans or whatever and they bought a warehouse in crumb texas okay. this giant w- warehouse and they're making um they're, they're, they're all the baits that they're going to sell in shirts and all stuff so now they have like a whole they have a storefront. I mean, they've gone from fishing, video fishing on on, on YouTube, where now they have a warehouse mm-hmm. where they're selling oh, wow. all their baits and rods and reels and just all this different stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yesterday was the grand opening of it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to this grand opening for the meet and greet, you can meet all the favorite fishermen, buy some stuff. At 5.30, they were going to play the Never Stop Tour videos, the all of them in one big chunk mm-hmm. at their at the as a sh- 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 showing so if you wanted yeah. to see it all at one time like a big movie you could go to that and watch it or you could be like everybody else and wait till they come every week mm-hmm. and watch yeah. one you know I thought that was really neat I have never heard of anybody doing that um, to like you know to kind of promote this YouTube show that's mm-hmm. coming up and actually go hey if you guys want to see it before anybody else 
come yeah. to this venue and watch it with us and then well yeah i think that's cool i mean it's it kind of cool. it's a different thing than what the bands are doing it's this like is actually like a movie kind of thing. yeah, yeah. Sneak well, yeah. A, you know yeah you can see the, the whole thing i don't know I, th- I thought that was really cool couldn't get out there to go see it but right. i think that's it's a good uh, way to go about it promoting i think that stuff is interesting just it is, yeah. you know just have anybody I mean, whether it's fishing or, or, or whatever it is if you're like a youtube person you're like okay i'm gonna make a new series right. and then you go out and you spend a month doing this one series and then you're like okay you, we can all go to this theater and watch it <laughs> together because usually youtube is a very personal thing you, you and zach's mini golf we totally could but it's like nobody does it's a it's kind That's of a, kinda cool though. it's kind of a personal thing. You know what I mean? Right. You watch videos on your phone. Mm-hmm. You watch videos at your house on your computer when you're working, whatever. It's you're never in an audience mm-hmm. with <laughs> yeah. other people watching these things. So to watch a YouTube video and a group of people who like to watch the same kind of YouTube videos as you like mm-hmm. seems interesting or entertaining. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. cool. It's like going to the movies. Yeah. Well, it was it was really fun to sit around like at your at the show where you guys played and they played the the motor scooter video and the Phantom Miller video and then the then the the, the Miss Mr. Wilkin video. We're all oh, standing cool. around and we're watching these three videos and it was cool to see the audience react to certain parts. And, oh, right. You know, and then mm-hmm. of course nobody there had seen the Mr. Wolfie video, so you can see <gasps> kind of the reaction the first time you'd seen it with all these people. It was neat. Yeah. I wanted to go to that. Is that how it went out? Like you had everybody had their own video showing? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Well so um it was Ian and Coffee Pot Productions did all right. three of those videos. Oh cool. And so our video came out first and then mm-hmm. you know, back in April or whenever it was, and oh, then the Gum Love video came out for Phantom Metal. Um, okay. Yeah, just a couple months or like a month ago. Right, and then the Garage Barrage video premiered that day, so they played ours first, and then the Gum Love. Oh, cool! So it was like all coffee pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it was oh, really cool. cool. We were all just yeah. standing around watching it. It was just kind oh, of a man, neat. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah, I missed out on that. I saw some highlights and photos. From yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was cool, and I thought it was really cool to see a video for the first time with mm-hmm. a bunch of other people seeing the yeah. same video for the first time. I mean, I know it's called the movies. We've done it for you know for <laughs> yeah. forever. We've gone and we've even done this, but it hasn't been done with YouTube videos, and yeah. I think that's. But yeah. I I mixed two of those songs, so yeah, uh, you know, if you want Ian to make you a video, how don't you have me record your song? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, so what did you think about the? Um, uh, the ballot and stuff for the okay uh, for the so, words this year. Yeah. Um. Well, it's the second year in a row that I've gotten the email that says help us with the ballot, and I ignored it. I was like, <laughs> what do I know? And you know, it's like Eric emails me like suggest bands for the ballot since you do the Sinakai thing, and I was like, okay, I'll look over it. And like have to like write in who I think is a is a good runner. Um, so I ignored that, but like after looking at the ballot, I think it's pretty solid. Um, I've heard people say it's the same bands every year, but it's really not. I mean, that's the only bands we got, kind of sort well, of. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, very few people I think are getting left out, and the ones that are, I just aren't making noise. You know? They do just like start manning up and getting out on the scene and stuff. Yeah. That's the only way it can happen. Yeah, it seems like they're getting bigger and bigger. The categories list mm-hmm. the people yeah. on them, and, and the so. new the new music's coming out good too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. Um, you know, uh, like you, you have some bands that I never heard of before on the list, and um, bands that I knew would make the list, and uh, like, like certain categories like jazz. I mean, I don't know much jazz, right? Um, but I know like Eric probably does, or like Patrick or Steve or something. Um, but like, it was a good ballot. I think it was great. I totally agree with it. I think it's a good. It was solid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying it was bad at all. I mean, it works. Mm-hmm. It's what it's going on. So I totally agree with the ballot. 
mean, I thought it was a good battle this year too. Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, we always we always try to um, they uh, they send us ours and uh. you know, we, we fill it out or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's like uh, stuff like when it comes to jazz, I just put a little note in there and go, I don't really know. <laughs> and so I'm not going to put anything down because I don't know. It's like yeah. I just don't know. I feel I awful thing. about that. Or if I know well, one, I'll just put one they, in. They scatter shot it to enough people that like there's a guy who knows nothing but jazz oh, and yeah. has no idea who's in the punk scene. So yeah. that, he's taking care of that. You right. know? Um, so yeah, next year, just fill it out. Best year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, even if you just I put two to. or three down, you know, I just I have to. I mean, I feel, I feel shameful. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on me. Oh, God. Now I think it's fun. It's it's the kind of deal to where it's like um, I thought it'd be so cool to be involved with like the Fort, the, Fort Worth, the Fort Worth Weekly and be able to like get to help nominate people and mm -hmm. and do all yeah. this stuff. And then um, I guess it was my th third year or fourth year that we've done it. And kind of like oh, I got to do this again this year. <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah, it's a little stressful. And it's like yeah. I don't want to forget anybody, you know, because there are some bands that I really like, mm -hmm. you know. But maybe like in four months, it's like I'm really on to s something else, and I just kind of forgot. Right, I'll, right. I'll, I'll I'll think of them again later, just not in that moment. And right. I'll just and then the ballot comes out, and I'm like oh man, why didn't I forgot to nominate Henry the Arch or whatever, oh, you, know, yeah. you know? But um. But no, it's cool. Like I said, there was a lot of bands on there that I was hoping that would be on there that, that were on there, mm -hmm. especially like with the, with the new bands. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think they really do just kind of want to celebrate as much yeah. local I mean, music as they is. can. It doesn't matter who wins. You yeah, know? I think that's like true. one of the reasons why the categories are so big this mm -hmm. year. Right. They they they're just like we got to put as many people on there because I mean more nominations means more people coming. Yeah, and no it helps the know. scene. Yeah. It, like it does it does feel overwhelming but it i think it overall it does help the scene it's For like sure. oh these yeah. are the bands that not necessarily competing with but these are my peers yeah exactly in the in the genre that i'm in mm -hmm. which uh it's like a gives more Fort attention music prom yeah 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 I, I i love it i always see it as like a network opportunity mm -hmm. it's yeah, just really a, is. It, the awards are cool. You want to walk home with a trophy, but you also want to walk home with new friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Or fun stories about current friends getting <laughs> thrown out on their head. Oh, oh boy. Well, there's, that gift. I've heard of some <laughs> things. People get upset for not winning and you oh. Know, oh. make a ruckus. I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's kind of heartbreaking, but I got to go with it. That's weird. The thing about, you know, um, just like any, anything else, as the musicians are just people who are different. Like every other group of pe people are di different. Mm -hmm. You have some guys who really don't care. They're yeah, like, whatever, sure. I want to win. Some people really want to win. Uh, yeah. Some people think it's just stupid and they're too cool for school, or you know. But there's all those different just, yeah, whole... personality types and all these different bands. So it's just you're gonna have that, you know. Because I mean, I know. If I was in a band, it's like I'd want to be nominated. I'd want at least to be nominated. Oh, I think it'd be yeah. so awesome to win. But you know, if I didn't win, it's like whatever. Just to actually, somebody recognizes that I'm in a band and it's in the paper yeah. mm -hmm. and I'm going yep. to an awards and it's I'm there and it's you know I'm that's, part of something. That's yeah. you know that's, I think that I would want to, you know some people are like I don't care if I get nominated or not or I think mm -hmm. some, some people actually don't like to be nominated because now they have to play this musician game or whatever like mm -hmm. you know, but. You know, I'd want to be. I no, think it's be great. Fun. It's fun. You know, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I was really excited this week to have. Uh, we got the Funky Town podcast and my name in the paper in the Fort Worth Weekly. Mm -hmm. um, oh, right yeah, and I've always wanted to have our name in there, but I wanted it mm -hmm. just to be for nothing that we 
like I, I don't want to like interview or nothing like that. I just wanted us to be mentioned mm-hmm. because we did something cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, I meant to I meant to save a copy of that one, but I didn't. I tried to keep all the ones that. Um, yeah, I didn't get a copy. That I get. Copy of that, yeah. Well, <laughs> you probably yeah. have to get it now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, before, before Wednesday. Wednesday at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it was because of, of of the garage barrage thing, yeah. and um, you know. Well, that video was great. The Mr. Wolfie mm-hmm. video. Mr. Wolfie video was awesome. Yeah. yeah. We so. totally take credit for discovering them. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the weekly credits is working. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I think, I, I think Ian and the the Barrage, they uh, mm-hmm. they credited us for it. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't mean to say John and Ranger are the Barrage. And Megan. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Megan, yes. Um, cool. Yeah, Ian was actually at our show um, on Friday. It was fun hanging out with him. I know. Yeah, that's cool. No, they were just dudes that were just doing their thing, and I think they would have, somebody would have found them anyways because they're making these nutty records and putting them on Bandcamp. Yeah, so who, anybody could have found them. Who would have found them? I don't know. Somebody at some point. Well, they're making them so noticeable, you know. So. And then you know, yeah. And then whenever you do put a spotlight on them, they don't fail. Yeah, that's the big thing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, because anybody, I mean, you can put a band up and say, "Hey, I'm gonna do a big article about you, or whatever." And then this, you can make this big article about this band. People go to check out the band, and the mm-hmm. band sucks. And it's like, well, uh, you know, I mean, but they yeah. don't suck. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they have to hold up their end of the part too. I, I can mm-hmm. say they're great. Check out this band. But whenever they, yeah, well, that's the whole be, part of being cautious about it. Like if I were to write a story about someone, and then like, hi, they asked me to. I'm like, well. Send me a press release yeah. or send me some info. And, like, do you even have this ready for media outlet stuff? I'm like, no, we don't. I'm like, well, okay, well, you should do that. Yeah, then get um, back to me. You know, like, it's like, we, I've been having a, I have, well, uh, Bruce Magnus. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a decent band. Um, they kind of sound like Primus a bit, mm-hmm. um, mainstream Primus. So um, I'm trying to work on a story for them for the next issue. But, you know, at the same time, it's like they're new. They've got this really cool gimmick where <laughs> they're like dressed in tennis suits or something. Yeah, they're they're, they're kind of like wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, they look like wrestlers or something. So I'm trying to go for that, and um, you know they aren't they're not bugging me at anything. It's like, hey, have you ever did you get that photo that we sent you stuff like that? And then I get people like um, you know, hip hop artists, not not hip hop artists, but um, you know EDM artists, electric dance music. And like, yeah, I just released this. And I'm like, okay, well. I don't know how to write about EDM. <laughs> like, um, it's like nice. It has a good beat, but you know, I, I just don't know what to say about you know, electronic right. music. Sure, not your field of expertise. It really is yeah. Um If I were to say anything, I'll say yeah, it has a cold beat. Um, but I would go like more in the history of like where they played before, if they've ever been anywhere uh, big on the map or anything like that. Um, so that's different. Like, um, I guess I'd have to hire an EDM writer or something. But Probably. It's just different. I, I don't know how to go about that. Like, I did DJ a bit, like, growing up and going to shit, playing clubs and stuff. But, yeah, this electronic music is, you know, they have that whole stereotype where you just push a button and you're like, well, yeah, that's all I do. But it's a little bit more than that. Well, I mean, somebody has to program it. Oh, yeah. It has to come from somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you don't anything. just buy a machine and if you anything. hit play. For sure. Um, uh, it's no, all yeah. set up. I think you have to do psychedelics. Probably more than likely. Yeah. And then sit down, <laughs> put on your headphones, <laughs> on you know, tripping, and then listen to it, and then probably even write your review while you're still tripping. Well, you know, yeah. In order to, I'll have a, a voice recorder. Like, yeah. This band mm-hmm. is so amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> you can really hear the space <laughs> in between. <laughs> it's know? like knock me into my own trip of myself or something <laughs> like that. 
that's, that's it's just different like t- genres of music um it's hard to write for especially if it's edm so let's see it took me a long time to figure out what edm was and to me it's like it's just techno well yeah they it just, is they changed the name and yeah they can't, you can't just change names on things man <laughs> it's like well they've got festivals called edm electric daisy uh, or whatever that that came across it. yeah i've heard um, of that yeah yeah electric daisy music festival and um yeah that's like a whole riot of people on MTMA or something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. You know, it's like I can get into it when I was in my twenties and they, stuff. They, it's like I was like heavy metal turned into classic rock. Oh wow! <laughs> I think they changed the name on a lot of that. Oh, yeah, because nothing's oh, yeah. heavy metal anymore. It's all these other different types of metalcore. Mm-hmm. If only some friends of ours would do a metal. podcast explaining the differences <laughs> between all yeah. the genres of metal. We don't know anybody like that. No. Oh well, someday. Yeah. No, it's just weird because I don't understand the different genres of um, electronic music as far as like house and dub and trance and jungle. And, okay, jungle, is there a jungle? I don't know. There's a jungle. Okay. Drum and bass. So, it's like yeah, drum, they have their yeah. own genres. It's like, yeah. And okay, well, that's cool. But. I don't know. One of them kind of, I think maybe it's dub that kind of has like a reggae feel to it. It's kind I of on so the too. upbeat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dubstep? Yeah, I think that's yeah. what I like. I like breakbeats a lot. Like stuff that they played back in the day, like you can. Like on the street, you'll see people break dancing to it. Okay. On cardboard slabs and like just break beats stuff. I spent a lot of that when I was growing um, in the music scene. Did you have the cardboard that you <laughs> do your your back spins on and stuff? No, I never did that. Oh, I did okay. the music, but I could I could <laughs> I could cut some rug on the dance floor. Maybe not on cardboard, like spinning around circles on my head or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did kind of I would love to see that. <laughs> no, that was I've got some cardboard. That was, <laughs> that was exactly my age, man. I'm wow. telling you, I watched Beat Street. Yeah. And I watched Beat Street Two, the Electric Boogaloo. Uh-huh. You know, and we actually would go out and we would get cardboard and we would come and we'd write them up with with markers and we would try to do back spins and do head spins oh, wow. and do the caterpillar and <laughs> all these different things. And That's did you ever watch time. the Get Out on uh, Netflix? I watched like down, I, mean. I think I watched like the <laughs> first one which was like two hours long and was like this is really good but it was too much i just you know, couldn't, when I, couldn't. I never finished it they came out the second season i never saw but it was okay. super good but yeah. all about that time period yeah right on that was really interesting you know that was a, get interesting out time a period. very different movie yeah 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 <laughs> the get down is what i meant <laughs> yeah it was like the history of rap like in brooklyn or whatever yeah, mm-hmm. but it was cool. you know highly stylized and fictionalized and yeah it was good it was really, really well put together yeah wow well that's all new to me I don't know why I haven't heard it, but I have to check that out. Yeah, it's a oh. Netflix thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Still is, I oh. believe. The one, um, for some reason, this has nothing to do with anything that we've t- t- talked about or ever right. talked about on this show, <laughs> but for some reason, the other day, I heard someone mention um, World War One, and I was just like, I don't know a lot about World War One, So I kind of went on to YouTube and watched like a little 30-minute video kind of about the beginning of World War One and stuff, kind of how it started, and it showed like a little map of some of the battles and I was like okay that was enough to get me interested we're now I'm watching like this Amazon series do, 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 a documentary on World War One, and it's like it is the most fucking fascinating thing <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. there's that one was, they will not grow old is that what that, it is there's a movie uh, called oh, they yeah. will not grow old it just came out Peter Jackson directed yeah, it and, it's and all he like, restored old footage and oh, had wow. voice actors and it is brilliant Rebecca and I saw it on her birthday okay it is. It's a movie. It, yeah, and yeah. it's about World War One, and Peter Jackson talks about it, and they they tell like the story from a person perspective. They don't talk about battles. They don't talk about like things like that. Well, they they talk about battles, but from the soldier's perspective, and it's really neat. 
I oh, just cool. I, I, I wanted to chime in just there because yeah, yeah, it's a really the movie good movie. I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right no, I'm watching, a, I'm watching a documentary. It's got like episodes, and I've already watched I think five episodes because I mean it goes into I mean I've watched about the about the Ottoman war um, was it versus the Russians was it whenever Turkey and Russia um, were fighting each other God. but it was you like all these different it's just book. like I mean it's like I just I didn't know any of it I didn't know the Austrian-Hungarian Empire in the Ottoman Empire and I didn't know that there was an emperor over Germany in World War One. Mm-hmm. you know that every, every everybody was yeah Kaiser and he has a shriveled up like baby arm or something. Mm-hmm. Is that a really oh, weird? Wow. So if you remember the episode of Thirty Rock, that's what they're making fun of. <laughs> ah, see, yeah. didn't get that because I didn't know yeah, this. But part, you know. Do. Yeah. And that dude was like cousins to King George and mm-hmm. whoever was in charge of Russia. Yeah, uh, Nicholas. Yeah, that was his cousin. Mm-hmm. They're all cousins. That I just got a history lesson. Well, that's just it's just that's the way it was. So it was before states and c- countries. It was all okay. just kingdoms and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like families that just ruled. I mean, the Austrian Hungarian Empire was just this family that just owned all this fucking land and owned the people. They were property to them. They weren't a state or a country that was mm-hmm. their. What they own, and it's just oh, yeah. that was in 1914. This is a hundred years ago. It's the year my house right. was built. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> but it's that's just crazy cool, because because that's that's what I'm doing. I'm watching this, thinking this was not even this was just over a hundred years ago. Right. Whenever this happened, yeah. you know, happened wow. that we still had like all over the world kings mm-hmm. and you know and emperors yeah. and, and that was, you know that was about the end of most of them. Yeah, this was pretty much. Oh, yeah, I think so. That, that seems to be the way it's going. The, the don't tell me how it ends. I don't know how it ends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Russians pull don't out. Spoilers. No, no spoilers. <laughs> the Russians pull out of the war. Oh, well, that's smart. They, wow, why because that they got they got busy fighting a civil war. Oh, the Russian. Uh, yeah, see, I haven't got to the Russian Revolution okay. yet. I won't. I won't, yeah. I won't spoil it. Okay, it doesn't work sense. out well for the Tsars. So yeah. I'll tell you that. I haven't much. got to the submarine part as, of the U-boats and everything. Whenever That's Germany does World War Two. Yeah, don't no, but they use they use the U-boat. They use them in. I think that's how America starts to get involved because they sank the Lusitania. That was that was like in 1915 or whatever, and that was from oh, a U-boat. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so they were using them then. That's what I'm saying. This is like right on the brink of like modern warfare and like yeah. old school stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. they, uh, I think Britain invented the the tank during this time during yeah. World War One. Mm-hmm. You know, they had cars <laughs> mm-hmm. but no real trucks. They didn't have any way of, of transporting this big equipment, so they used horses. Mm-hmm. To go right. across the desert or across the mountains, pulling these fucking big ass cannons and stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. b- b- behind them, and it's like they just see them marching, like, you know. I There's some <laughs> statistic on the number of horses that died in World War One. Dude, it's, it's crazy. Oh my God. Some, of them, some of them, some of them, they were it's in the millions. Yeah, it's got to be. Some of them, they were. I'll look it up. Uh, they were, uh, <laughs> uh, they were eating them. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, like twenty a day because they ran out of so the they ran out of supplies and they were just having horse everything, you know. But uh, that's understandable. But yeah, no, it was just weird to me to see all the because I mean they had they had the big old cannons and the machine guns, but they were still had <laughs> eight <laughs> had a cavalry, eight million horses and countless mules and donkeys yeah. died. Oh in wow! In the first world war, Crazy. yeah, I mean there were eight million. They were just dropped because they were just driving them until they fell. Yeah, you know, going across this land. I think seven that's million intense. people died in World War One. Mm-hmm. I. I think that's still the most people that have ever lost in a war. I think it was more than World War Two. Wow. Yeah. Sounds right, yeah. And that was also Good. the invention of like mustard gas and mm-hmm. yes, this is the first time they, they ever used chemical warfare. Chemical warfare. Yes, they didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really interesting though. But it's just it's like what a crazy world, and like we're over here just down to doing our own thing. Yeah, you know, doing whatever we were doing in 1914, 1915, building Joe's house apparently. Yeah, you know, and 
building but, my house. <laughs> but no, it's weird. I mean, eventually we get into it, I had, but I haven't got to the part. I think it's 1917 before we get into it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, so. Yeah, I think so, because we, we were only in it for like the last year of the war or so. Yeah. Wow. I think that's the same year as the Russian Revolution. That's when the Russians said, we can't fight this war. We're, we're busy fighting each other. Oh, boy. So uh, war anyway. there's a little uh, family rumor that uh, the Russian Revolution, apparently my great-grandfather was a uh, duke in uh, Yugoslavia, and he had a mansion in the Russian Revolution. They ran him out. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And so they moved to Italy for a while, and then they moved to Jersey, and then my my parents moved to Texas. Oh, cool. That's kind of nice. So there, there, apparently there's a mansion I can see Zach looking <laughs> a little Russian. Right. Sure, yeah. A little Slavic. Especially <laughs> with that beard, you know, stuff. <laughs> a little Zanitich. Uh, yeah. Slavic yeah cool. That hat right there, if you uh, want to let Zach try it on. Oh, I've... I've Pretty sure I tried oh. it on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't know I anything. I was that's such a Russian that I don't know anything about that, part, about that part of the world. <laughs> Definitely. Mm, yes, yes, it does. Wait, hold on. You I right, can't yeah. do a Russian accent. <laughs> mm, yes. This is my Russian Russian accent. In Russia, <laughs> hat wears me. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Podcast. <laughs> Podcast me? I don't podcast me Russian. No one. Oh yes. What is this? I'll have to. This is terrible. We'll have to get a whole Russian history lesson from from Joe. Holy shit! Like, give me give me a month to read like reread a bunch of stuff. Part of that stuff because it's like so like Prussia was Germany, correct? It's just I was I always thought Prussia was like Russia before it was Russia. It's like pre-Russia. It was the part of it's the part of Germany um, between like next to France. So it's um, kind of in between France and Germany. It's actually where um, we well it's where we thought my family was from from family rumors, but ancestry says that we were Swiss. Uh, Oh wow! Anyway, but I think Amanda's family is from about that area. Well, Swiss is just below that. Yes, on the other side. Yeah, but it's I guess it's culturally different. But um, yeah, a lot of. German Catholics came over to the States, um, including both mine and Amanda's families. Um, just, I think it was like right around World War One when um, they, you know, all that stuff broke out and they came mm. over here. Yeah, I don't know why it was just in my mind to start watching this World War One documentary. I've seen do- do- documents about World War Two. I don't know a lot about World War Two, but I know right. what everybody knows. It mm-hmm. was it's pretty well defined. Good and evil. There's a guy trying to a bad man trying to take 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 over yeah. the world, mm-hmm. and we're here we're we're trying to stop him. Pretty black and white. But World War One was a different kind of thing altogether. It was more about a, a positioning and land and mm-hmm. getting growing kingdoms and that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. like the old days, you know. It's weird. It's just wow. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. 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 And he wasn't even king yet. He, he was, was going to be king. He was archduke. He was archduke. And it, his, I guess his dad or whatever, Joseph, mm-hmm. was king all the way through World War One. So whatever they were going to – because they thought that, that by killing him, it would maybe free the Serbian people or something. They thought there would mm-hmm. be some kind of change. And, and and that's the saddest thing of the world is whenever, they, whenever Austria – Hungary came into Serbia and people just started running the army and everything and they just chased them out of their country they all just fled they just mm-hmm. everybody the army and everybody just fucking fled the country they're like we can't we can't win we're not gonna even fight they just left mm-hmm. people died leaving you know in the middle wow. of their, and so wherever I can't remember the other co- country they went to it was just all these refugees of the Serbs or whatever mm-hmm. it's like ah, can you imagine just being run out of your country yeah it's just, I mean it's happening right now in the Middle East <laughs> it's wow. crazy yeah yeah, just being run out. I mean, mm-hmm. just coming through, just 
you know, yeah. and taking over and then taking all the resources and sending it back home for the war effort and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this weekend, Fort Worth Weekly Music yep. Dance Festival. Yeah. It will be I've been watching this for a few days. I had nobody to really talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 23rd of mm-hmm. June, which will be Lady Lord's birthday. Mm-hmm. So if you see me in the wife out, well, sure so, so you'll be at my show then. Yeah. Is it Henry Archer playing there? Yeah, they're they're playing right before yeah. us. Then we'll be at that show. Good. <laughs> wait, wait, which where's this where's the venue? Oh, uh, we're playing it off the record. Okay, cool. We play at nine. Oh, cool. Henry the Archer's before us. I can't remember who else was. Cool. There. Well Mass has got a good lineup. Mass has a really remember. good one. Um No, every time it's on my my wife's Boiled Bur- they all, they're all good ones. Birthday or, yeah, or really our anniversary <laughs> or whatever, we always have to see Henry the Archer play. Oh cool. So with her birthday being Sunday, wherever Henry the Archer's playing, we'll be there You're watching be it there. for sure. So so it happens to be the same venue that Joe's at. So, yeah. Oh, cool. That's when when so are we going to have a family tradition where you come see us every year? <laughs> this Diana's thing. I mean, I get in the car the other day, and she's got Henry the Archer playing. I'm like, mm-hmm. she still listens to this. I mean, we're doing this for five years, and she's listening to that band for five years straight. That's awesome. That's good, you know, too. So still. before Henry the Archer is Mordecai the Zenith. For them, uh, or for him, uh, the Fibs, and for uh-huh. them, Big Heaven. Oh, that's it. And that's off, off, the, that's record. off, off the record. Off the record. Nice. Starting at five. Yeah, there's Republic Street Bar, Shipping Receiving, Shaw's Patio Bar and Grill, Twilight Lounge, Fort Worth. There's Main at Southside, The Chat Room, and The Boiled Owl. Nice. They're all they're all bangers. They'll yeah, probably have a shuttle. This is time to oh, go Oh, yeah, out. they're going to have like, like four shows, I think they said. Oh, wow. Shuttle? Did you go last year, Johnny? Yeah. No, I did. So oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. You can go to one bar and watch a band, band play, and then you can walk outside, and they'll have a shuttle that comes back every 10 minutes or whatever, no and you way. can jump on another bus, and it'll take you to another bar. Yeah. You see, this you is amazing. Yeah, all over town. It'll shuttle you all over town. you just be like, I'm going to Twilight, and then he'll, he'll probably pass a couple other places, then drop you off at Twilight and keep going. <laughs> oh and I'm have this. probably going to Uber and then just shuttle around. Yeah. Yeah, the shuttle cost any money. No, it's free. Yeah, oh, right totally on. free. Yeah, you just yeah. go outside, man. It's, 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 Thank it's, it's, it's you, folks. I think they do accept tips. Oh, I yeah, totally tip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Now, I'm is the there. um, so is the show five dollars and you get a CD, or is the show free? No, the shows are all free. If you want a CD, you just pay five dollars. Seventy five dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's so stacked. There's so many great. It's mm-hmm. just a lot. I'm looking at it and it's just like, gosh. Anybody else you want to spotlight? Or oh, anything? I mean, Meech Pango at the Republic Street Bar. Oh, that's good. Wash up Rookie's playing. Rex is playing. Oh, wow. Clay Prairie and Sweeney Baby. Oh, you guys are going to have to tear me away from that at the Republic that's Street a good Bar. Set. And I think this is the first year they've used the Republic Street Bar, too. Yes. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Repul- um, Shipping Receiving as the Royal Sons, Dagger Club, and Devi Vogue Machine, and Neptune Locals. Wait. I know I blasted through all those names. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yeah. This Jake Palaszczuk at uh, Vodeo, Polydogs, Ainsley, and Signals and Albites at Twilight Lounge. Wow. I could just list them all off because it's all great. I know. And it, <laughs> it, it, it really. You almost have. It does kind of suck hitters. because who's playing really at the hitters. chat? The chat room is Sir Duda, oh, uh, Joe Gorgeous, Joe Savage, a couple of Joes, mm. uh, Stone Machine. <laughs> Stone Machine Electric and Ox Combine. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. What about the Boiled Owl? Is the anybody playing out? there? Yeah, uh, there's a few people playing there. Dead Vinyl, All Clean, Heater, Torn Up, and Namen. That sounds the fun. Yeah. No, man. Oh, I kind of want to check that out. And that's what about what about Shaw's? Is Shaw's? anybody playing at Shaw's? Oh, Shaw's is going to be like an acoustic kind of country yeah, night. Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, Squeezebox Bandits. Ooh. Oh, wow. Daryl Sellers. Nice. nice. Cool guy. Uh, Golay, Levi oh. Ray, and Riker Hall. Man, that's yeah. a good set. For that's that. what I'm saying. You could go to any one place and just stay there all day long. 
It'd yeah. be fine. I mean, you could just stay at, at Shaw's or you, you could stay at Twilight list. or any one of these bars, you know. So I like I like how they're kind of uh, situated toward oh, the venue. Oh, windows on that yeah. list. Well, no, mine, if you're looking at the Facebook this, one, that's yeah, the that's that this one. is just the email. That oh, okay. So oh, really? Subject to change from what I got, I guess. I see. Uh, yeah, no, it can, I it, don't know. It can be kind of frustrating because you're like, oh, I want to see this band at this yeah. part, this band at this part. I mean, it's all this good stuff happening at the same time. It's like, yeah, because oftentimes I'm, I'm going to go to one place and just stay there all day, but you can't. But you miss out on everybody. I know. You were like, yeah. Yeah, so you got to go to these, you know, <laughs> and the little uh, shuttle runs are, are half of the fun. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I always get the uh, booklet that they give out, mm-hmm. and then I circle who I'm going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then That's I'm smart. like, I sounds. want to see this, 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 this. So it starts I've at five. I've the, the joy of getting to hop around. We always kind of have to go to the venue we're at. If we can walk to another one, we will. You or know, you're, you're, well, you, you're able to go to we can go, out Yeah, we can go up and down uh, Magnolia a little bit. Yeah. But. So it starts at five. That's the first bands yep. are at five. Yep, five to nine. Oh well, five to ten. Okay, okay. I'll yeah. have to check it out. Last band plays at nine. Get mm-hmm. on that shuttle. Yeah, it's take cool. Me, take me there. <laughs> yeah, just find your parking spot. Right. You probably park wherever you parked here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> I can't remember. You can where always. Park. Yeah, you can oh, always no. park. <laughs> you can always park at my house and walk down. There. Okay. Cool. It's not that close. He makes he makes you think that it's close. <laughs> and then you're like walking for 20 minutes. You're like, dude, we're well, almost yeah. fucking there. And you're like, dude, we're almost we're like halfway. We're almost there. It's, like, a, <laughs> it's, it's a 10 minute walk. <laughs> it's a 10 minute walk. We're uh, six blocks. We're eight blocks from Magnolia. It feels yeah. a lot further when you actually start walking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. It'll be, it, it'll be fun. We'll be out there hopefully podcasting. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably all running around with phones or recorders. <laughs> See yeah. what we can come up with. Now, where can they find. Um, the fun. magazine. So um, mostly Fort Worth area. Uh, we've got a chat room. Uh, see, Avoca off Seventh and in Magnolia, uh, Main at Southside, uh, Docs Records and Music, and uh, see where else. Um, I feel like I've seen Lola's kind of random spots too, though. We have our certain spots. If you go on to our Facebook page, we'll have a whole distribution chart map there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, some big ones. And it's E N L A C A L L E. That's it, right? Yeah. Well. All right. And when's it come out? Is it Tuesdays? Wednesdays? Well, we're, we're probably gonna have, we're gonna print um, this. Well, once people hear the podcast, it'll probably be out already. Yeah, because we'll have this up street. Tuesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it'll be out by then. Right. Yeah, so Tuesday. And it's sure. monthly. Monthly magazine, yeah. So yeah, we have a good setup this time. Um, get uh, bandoliers on the front cover. Had a whole. Very long, extensive interview with three of the members, like Josh. Uh, Forrest Crook wrote that and interviewed them. Um, we couldn't fit the whole interview on the print, so we had to like tag, say, go online and want for the whole interview. Yeah, it's extremely long. So is that so there is like an online version available? Oh yeah, so definitely. Go back yeah. and see past. Yeah, episode, it's at www.inlakayonthestreet.com. Okay, so, yeah. We're on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's where I first noticed you was on Instagram. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Instagram is great for stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Would, you get noticed more than it on Facebook. Like I publish some stuff on Facebook shows and stuff, but we don't get as much attention as we do on Instagram. So yeah, yeah. right on. So are you, are you better next Sunday? Oh, well, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, I come out there with fun. a camera, maybe bring. Pro- I mean, I have Amy Tate. I have Amy Tate that's going to help out with some photos. Oh yeah. Uh, she well, she mentioned something. She um, might be there. See yeah, she, she should, yeah. yeah. We're going to see if we can make something happen. We at least get somebody on, yeah. on camera. So yeah, it should be fun. All right. Hey man. Oh cool. Um, yeah, so we'll play one, one more song off the. Uh, Frequencies Volume Ten. It's Chilamundo. Yeah, I'm excited but, about um, this song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, AM. Yeah, I was um, telling. It's like 
when we saw them, I made a video and I had a bunch of recordings and they did the song that night. Yeah. And so I've got a video recording of it and I was using some video from that recording for something else. But I kept hearing that song over and over again. I was like, this is a great song. And then I got in my car and my Bluetooth will automatically hook up to it and just go to Apple Music or whatever and start playing music. And it kept, it started playing AM. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is that song. And I looked <laughs> it up and it was a Denver Williams song. Yeah. But I was listening to it for like, a month or two like almost every day like just I love this song and then to find out that they were do, redoing that song for the chill mood or oh, for the for, for the frequencies yeah. was real cool That's, yeah, this awesome. is incredible I, I have a story about this song I was uh, I've always like kind of had this time of the night where I would stay up everybody else is asleep I'd be alone in front of my computer it's dark This the, the computer light is the only light and then I'd play that song in my big headphones, and it really hit me hard. Oh, cool. And, yeah, it's, that's one of those songs It's like, oh, my God. You can only listen to it at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> when everybody else is asleep. It's a weeknight, probably. Right. And, oh, my God. It's yeah. a good one. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a really good one. Thank you, Denver, yeah. for, <laughs> for doing this. And this is a really good version of that. You know, it's, it's probably better than the – it is yeah. better than, than the cool. version because he has – Caleb and mm-hmm. Neil, and Neil and um, uh, Nick. Nick, Nick, yeah, Nick. All right, so let's check it out and then come and see us next Sunday. Yeah, right on. Yeah, we'll be around. All right, Yay. all right, everybody. Thanks. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Later.
Yourself into a tree. 